Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Friday, Kurt! I am so excited. Thank God it's Friday. Why, you have a rough week? Busy week. Deadline week, you know. Oh, okay. Some of us do a lot of work around here. You're supposed to say, why are you excited, Shannon? Why are you excited, Shannon? Because not only do we have Brian Broadus on the show like we do every Friday. There you go. We take phone calls from all 19 fans that listen to this show. And we have two additional special guests because Nate is, is visiting his nephew's graduation in Lafayette, Louisiana. We have Derek Eagleton. And then when Broadus bails for yeah. the last two segments, we will have Nick Eatman. Yeah, bringing some actual talent on this show. Bring Just in. so you know, I'm only here taking notes on what stuff we need to change. So <laughs> He's already started. So he's started. Taking notes to see what changes we need to make. Start with the guy on your left. This is our uh, mid-season review. <laughs> yes, this is exactly Oh, is this our on-air review? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying to figure out what stuff we're going to keep and what yeah, stuff we're going to get rid of. Review. We're, we're all kind of like on the cusp of not making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we we might be playing right. for 2018. Hey, get ready. Draft right. show is not just for players. Uh-oh. That's right. Yeah, we're trying That's to figure right. out all the talent. Keep the good talent. Yeah. I hope our, our odds aren't as bad as the Cowboys. You know what? That's actually a great idea. When you decide to change the lineups again, you ought to vote. <laughs> you ought to let the host pick their lineup. Have a draft. Have Better a draft. Yet. That is a good idea, actually. That's a really good idea. Isn't we do it awesome? on air, and we take all four hosts, all three hosts. Maybe we'll have four shows by then. And we basically on the air, like put everybody, stand them up over right. there, and literally say, okay, I'll take – Brian, <laughs> I, I I have a feeling that HR would not like what we're talking about. Right now. <laughs> I think we're kind of like, do we have like a last kid theory do here? Do you really think we operate within HR standards? Uh, I'm not certain we do. Derek, there was a time when you and I started here, we didn't have HR. <laughs> That's a good point. Really good point. We only had marketing and sales. Yeah, we, we had a guy that always goes, hey, I remember that guy. Right. You know what? That might be a fun off-season thing. Like what for one week, we get to draft our own show. I think that would be fun. That actually. would be a lot of fun. That would be an interesting dynamic of shows. <laughs> yeah, it would. It'd it be would. fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. What's up, Broadus? Not much, man. Just trying to get a victory. Yeah? Just trying <laughs> yeah. to get So tell us what you think. <laughs> oh, no. Broadus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Broadus, start well. Broadus seems worried about Marshawn Lynch. I am worried about Marshawn Lynch. Why? I just feel like, though, that the Raiders have not taken advantage of their big offensive line, and they haven't taken advantage of Marshawn Lynch. And I'm watching the Kansas City game, and I'm watching him plant and cut back and run for eight yards and 12 yards. And I mean, I think it's seven carries and 61 yards. I had a big run, and one of them was a chunk run. But I, I, I just, oh, why do why did teams not try and run the ball against Dallas? Is it because of Sean Lee? Is it because of Anthony Hitchens? I mean, and people go away from it, you know. And the teams that have beaten the Cowboys have found success running the football. And I could say, okay, they say, well, Broadus, hey, Sean Lee wasn't there. And Sean Lee, we knew, was going to make every single tackle last week. We talked about that. We talked about it on this show. We talked about it on all the shows. Because the Giants can't second-level block. And, you know, not the, the Raiders are a bigger front and all that. They do a better job. In the, but I just can't understand why somebody just doesn't load up and say, you're not good enough stopping the run. Is you're it, not. Is it, could same. it possibly be because – you look at this defense and you say, 
Yeah, but we could try to run the ball, but we think we can have a lot more success passing. Throwing, yeah. yeah. But if you're the Raiders who can't throw the ball with any success because your receivers drop the ball yeah. with regularity. And, and Marshawn Lynch is the best thing you do. Yeah. And, and that, it, just, it just amazes me to, that coaches don't look at the, the way to beat the Cowboys and say, you know what? And, and even if you're doing that, I mean, look what – hey, Phillip Rivers, it, it was a – Really, just throwing the football is what that came down to. Mm-hmm. Well, last but, season was yeah. the same thing, though. Wasn't yeah. it? We talked about them not running the ball against us. Yeah, I just, I, to me, it's amazing. I, I just, I do worry about the Raiders just saying, you know what, the, you know, we, they don't score a lot of points mm-hmm. is, a, is a big problem. And I think maybe teams take them out of that. You know, I, your offense takes them out of that where all of a sudden, you know, they got, they've given Carr all this money. They feel like they've got these quality receivers. They went out and got Cook, the tight end. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like, oh, hey, we could throw the foot. We got this offensive line. We don't give up sacks. You know, maybe. You know, but I, I just, if I'm playing the Cowboys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna test you. I'm gonna test you running the football first. And if you, and if you, if you can play it, if you can play the run, then I'm gonna say, okay, well, I'll pass protect and you know try and make some plays down the field. How much are the Cowboys hurt as a unit that would stop the run? With David Irving out, if he's out, see this or is does where that, yeah. does that matter? Well, this is where they, they've they've got the bodies, you know. But again, it's Richard Ash, it's Lewis Neal, it's Dayton Jones. I mean, it, it's that's what it is. Or it's kick, or kick Crawford inside and play Benson Mayo on the outside. I'm writing about that right now. My final thoughts that will be up on DallasCowboys.com later. Of hey, they've got guys to handle how you play. I feel like to beat. To beat the Raiders' offensive line, you got to move on them. You got to be able to be, and that's where David Irving really fits into a game. Six, seven guy that could be kind of slinky, kind of slippery. That's how you almost have to play against the Raiders because they're so big, very much like this the 1990s Cowboys Super Bowl teams. What, what's the latest on Irving? Have we heard today? No, I, I'm calling him out. Yeah, it's he's out. Like... He's out, and so is Oskandrick. He's out too. I'm. I'm I was hopeful to kind of get an update. I think last week I gave you kind of my uh, yeah. We got one on air. Yeah, I got one on air. So let me figure that out. I mean, uh, maybe maybe I can uh, can come up with some uh, can come up with some thoughts here of, about that. But yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm what? gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call Urban out on this one. Mm-hmm. How come? Yeah. I mean, the Raiders were said to have one of the best offensive lines in the league last year, and then coming into this year, it seemed like how come they haven't run the ball better? Yeah, that that's 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 been the the, the, the problem for them. I, I, there's not there hasn't been that consistency with that. You know, when you look, they're a team that very much will mash on you. That big bodies that will mash, and they 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 they, they have not got that balance at all. Does the runner fit? Because um, last year yes. they had Latavius Murray. Does it? Yes. Fit, does he, does yes. he a better back for that offensive yes. line yes. than Latavius Murray? Yes. Yes, and, so it and, still doesn't just match up. But, but right? it doesn't. But they don't do it. And right. again, I think a lot of it has to do with what happens to them offensively. You know, or they or they they get in games where they don't. They're behind in games and they can't establish anything. That's you not know, good for us because we can't seem to start off a game. <laughs> so if they get ahead of us, well, that's the news. thing about it is I you know I they, this team is so much like what you are. Right. When you think about offensive lines, inconsistent receivers, talents there, talented quarterback, you know, ability to maybe, you know, with Ezekiel in this game, you would feel so much better. Of course, we felt better with all the games that Ezekiel has played. Sure. But you could you could do so much more when you have, and it's only one more game, thank God, you know. But just find a way to win this game. But it's difficult. I mean, I, I just I look at the Raiders and I think they should not be a six and seven team. Mm-hmm. I look at the Cowboys; they should not be a seven and six team. 
you know, you talk about disappointing teams, Dallas maybe, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Tampa, Oakland. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, think about all these teams that you were going into the season going, that's a playoff team. Mm-hmm. That is a playoff team right there. You know, Raiders, Raiders go to Houston last year, and because they lose their quarterback, they're, they're handicapped. Still a talented team. Oh, everybody thought last year when that quarterback went down, before he went down, yeah. most people said they thought Oakland would make a deep playoff run. That's how good they were last year. Yeah. Is this how one of those games kind of like... I hate this game. Do you really? I do. I hate <laughs> this game. I hate this on a cold night in Oakland. Slippery field. Terrible you know. fans. Well, the fans are great. The footing will be better. Make, make be sure bad, you go though. get your picture made down with the black. Oh, I'm not getting close to that. If oh, I have no. a star on my shirt, <laughs> no, they'll suck no. me up. In your no, face. yeah, but you know, no, we're, we're, you kind of take that off, but just go down there and get your picture. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, you know what? That, that, those, are, those are football fans. I like fans. Like you know, and yeah, they are so passionate, and their team's leaving. Yeah, I mean their team's leaving, and those fans still show up because that's how much it means to them. Yeah, but this is a terrible stadium, a terrible press box. It's the field when at night the cold, damp air it makes the field slippery, and this is one of those places you just don't want to go play. This game reminds you a little bit of us going to Atlanta, where you knew it was a team that had talent that they could just figure it out. You didn't want them to figure out the week that you're there. Although Atlanta's better this year than Oakland is by yeah. far, I think. but see Atlanta's a Super Bowl team. The time when Dallas yeah. played, they were four and four. Yeah, they right, were struggling. Yeah. I mean, they were struggling. They figured it out against us. See, that, that's you, know? you always worry about. But the they team. had beaten some good teams, though. They had some. They had some bad days, but they had beaten some good teams. They beat though. Kansas yeah. City at home at night. It was a 31-30 game, mm-hmm. but that's the first time they've scored really any massive amounts of points. I don't want to be the guy blowing smoke up everybody's rear. I really don't want to be that guy. But these kind of games make me nervous. You know, as a, sitting in a, as a personnel guy, because you're thinking, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be six and seven. And is this the week they feel? And, yeah, and this is this the week that they're only one game back? I mean, tomorrow they'll know. Can, uh, the, 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 the Chargers play at Kansas City tomorrow. Saturday. It, yeah, yeah if, if the Chargers win that game, all of a sudden they're eight and six, and they're, uh, they're back in that. You know, it's a, like a three-way thing. You know, the, the Raiders, as bad as they've played, they, they're, they're in the hunt for this Well, thing. Can they possibly be out of it as of tomorrow? Well, let's see. They're six and seven. So yeah, I mean, if you think about it, though, there would be two games left. They'd, and they'd, and that, what could be the best record for the best record for the Raiders? Could be. No, I'm saying the best record for the Chargers after tomorrow night. If the Chargers, they're win, seven and six. They would be seven and six at that point. But if they win tomorrow night, they're eight, eight and six. six. So they'd, they'd be two games. To they would play. have a two game lead with two games to play. But Kansas City's seven and six as well. Right. So what's their? So what's their? Um, what's their? Have they? Have the Raiders beaten them or lost to them this season? The Raiders have beaten the Chiefs. And I want to say they beat the 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 Chargers. It was like tw- 20, twice, just once. They play them last game of the season. Okay, so yeah. that so they still. Am I right about that? There would be no scenario yeah. under yeah. which a game Saturday would make them quit. I'd make them be out of it by Sunday. Yeah, that's <laughs> they, exactly. Yeah. What I'm asking. If yeah. they win Sunday, they're definitely in. The they're still in it, no matter what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. There's four teams. I was hoping for a team that just wouldn't show up. Like, well, they'll they'll, they'll not show up on you every once in a while. They did at Kansas City. Yeah, against Kansas City, they they were awful looking against Kansas City. I mean, they gave up 140 yards rushing. They gave up another, you know, the uh, the quarterback only threw for like 210. I mean, that they they've been bad at times. They got their butts reamed for it too. So they may be fired up for this one. They fire their coordinators. I mean, it's kind of like the Raiders of the old. They fired both. Yeah, Bill Bill Musgrave. I mean, they got yeah they 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 took some guys out. Mm. Wow. So what are the matchups that we should be looking at? What what do the Cowboys need to do to win this game? Well, we talked about the run. We mm-hmm. talked about the ability. I mean, even though they might not do it, I'll tell you what, going back and looking at the – I did the thing, Cowboys win, Cowboys lose. 
for the site today that's up. The, the Raiders are really good on second down offense. You know, and then, but they're really good on third down. They convert a lot of third downs, believe it or not, because of what they do on second down. They don't – on first down, they're going to throw the football. That's their big thing. So you got – they're not going to run the ball. They're going to throw the ball. They average almost seven yards of a crack throwing the ball on first down. Wow. But it gets I, them into some second down stuff. Can I ask you about that? They're, reading some of the Raiders stuff, they've yeah. talked about how they need to go deeper more often. Well, yeah. You, would they, you think they'll test the – Why were you reading about the – were you preparing for this show or is there an article you're writing well, or Somebody what? has to prepare for this show. Well, it's about Yeah, time. that's a good point. <laughs> been on it for eight months and that's the first time you've prepared anything for the show. <laughs> No, but he's right, though. I mean, there's talk about – but the problem is the Raiders receivers have been so inconsistent. You don't you think know? they'll take a shot at the young oh, secondary? I th- you know, the young secondary the, – I'll give the young secondary some credit, though. I mean, last week I thought Jordan Lewis played one of his best games from a technique aspect. You know, with his ability not to – you know, we've seen him be handsy and off-balance and grabby and all that stuff. He was in far better position playing last week than he was, you know. And, and he needs to continue to – again, this is a receiver. I don't think Amari Cooper plays in this game I don't for, either. For, the, for the Raiders. I, I really don't. So I'll, I'll say now, okay, it's Michael Crabtree and who else? You know, Jared <laughs> Cook, the tight end. I mean, he's up there. He's got 40-some-odd catches. Yeah, so Byron Jones, how do you play the coverage? You know, that's, that's, why, that's why I think they go back to trying to – or try to run the ball because of the, the handicaps that they have on the outside. You know, the one thing, what's the strength of this Cowboys defense? The ability to rush the passer. What's the strength of the Raider defense? The ability to pass protect. But, I mean, if the two kind of wash, okay, what what can they do? They, they have to get they, – they have to, I think, hold the ball. I think they have to worry about their own secondary. I think the Cowboys' secondary is clearly better than their secondary. You know, so how, how are you going to take advantage of that? I say it's two very evenly matched teams. You know, it could be – we always talk about turnovers and – breaks and all that stuff I mean you know it's hey they've got a dynamic returner in Patterson you've got a dynamic returner in you know in Switzer I mean how can the field position game play you are, know? are we going to see the same lineup that we did last week with uh Skandrick out I think so yeah, yeah I think young, so I, I, now the young guys play yeah I think what you're going to also see though is you got to keep an eye on this keep an eye on if things happen not for the good for uh Xavier Woods in the nickel in the slot. I, I do think that, that the last couple of weeks they've tried to get Anthony Brown's confidence back a little bit, and I, I feel like they're talking to some people about how he's practiced, that he's kind of getting more of those nickel slot reps. So if all of a sudden it turns into, okay, we're going to play a bunch of dime and we want to play, we will play Woods back to help, then maybe you're going to see more Anthony Brown in the slot. So keep an eye on that. That's an adjustment I think when I think you're going to see a lot more uh, 12 and 13 personnel too, you know, kind of be prepared. They don't want, they do not want that rusher to take over the game. They they just do not want Mac to take. They they have they can't go into this game not being prepared to get in that extra tight end set. And it's something that we've seen him do really since the Atlanta game is play more, you know, two tight end, more three tight end. Not only to help him in the running game, but to help him some with pass. You might see some guys move into the backfield. As well, maybe a Jeff Swaim lined up in the backfield, you know, to try and help with that, you know, two two back kind of a thing. With him being one of the backs, they, they just can't let this raid or pass rush affect them that as, way. As good as Collins has been playing lately, you think this is a whole nother ball game? This is a whole nother ball game. It, the good thing about this is he has played against this guy, mind you, for fifteen plays in the preseason. preseason. Yeah, but he, you do understand the beast a little bit about here. So, if I can, uh, if I can. 
help you here, Shannon, a little bit. How about that? I'll I need and, all the help I can. Get. I'll try and help you here. How about uh, these are some of the guys I think this may be this inactive list. Okay, uh, we think about uh, Jarwin. We think about the the running back. Uh, I always do the numbers: thirty-four. Um, Tr- Williams, Williams. Mm-hmm. Scandrick, Durant, Irving, Butler, and then and then maybe we'll have to see about the the surprise, but maybe Lewis Neal. So, but that, right now, so the numbers: eighty-nine, thirty-four, thirty-two, fifty-two, ninety-five, nineteen, and sixty-six. Butler, huh? he, was, he was fired up about playing in this game. He's yeah, not gonna make it. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's gonna make it. This game, the foot. I think he's got plantar fasciitis. Oh, that's not good. Mm, no, that hurts. One last question. I know you got to get out of here. Yeah, Rod Smith, more Rod Smith, same amount of Rod Smith. Yeah. What can we expect there? I think that you're gonna see more Rod Smith. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't think he's gonna start. But I think that he's going to be the guy that that I've just kind of got the vibe this week talking again to some practice folks. Hey, how the reps been? And it seemed to be that Rod Smith's getting a lot more burn, you know, at practice with some of these reps. So yeah, initially it looks like they, I would say they would start out with Alfred Morris and then turn around and then Rod Smith getting a lot of this work. You guys got any parting questions for Broadus before he gets out of here? Oh, I could talk to Broadus all day. Well, we don't have all day, Kurt. Thanks for chiming <laughs> in. What about you, Derek? Um, you know, I, I will throw out one thing. I want to get your opinion on it. Um, the matchup I actually am looking forward to seeing this week is Lyle Collins versus Khalil Mack, mainly because I think Lyle Collins has been, I think he's been an improving player throughout he has. the season. And I want to see just how far he's come. And this will yeah. be a really great test to see just how far he's come. The hope is going in, Derek, and you're absolutely right. The hope is that they can play just with their normal packages and be fine but they have that 12 and 13 personnel group in available if yeah. something happens. They don't want to get into the Atlanta game again. They don't want one guy to wreck the game plan. And so Chaz yeah. Green's going to be over there like, oh, you'll help Lyle out. Yeah. Hell, I can't get any help. We'll, well that's, it's sometimes you have to make mistakes to learn from the mistakes. <laughs> no right? doubt about that's that. What did. But, yeah, that's what's going to happen. So All right. Well, Broadus, thanks as Thank always, Thank you, guys. Man. Appreciate you. All awesome right. stuff. Take care. Give us a call, 214-872-2102. When we come back, Nick Eatman will join the show, and we'll see if we can keep Derek Eagleton from bailing on us on Hanging with the Boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. 
To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas size deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. I was like, I'm not that messed up. I got to call the show. Back to hanging with the boys. Back the star in Frisco. Back. Kurt Daniels. Yes, sir. Shannon Gross. And Nick Eatman joins Nick the Eatman. show. Like just playing tag over here. Yeah. Man, we, tag teaming us. We were joking about trying to get Derek to stay, and as we said that, he got a he got he got called to a higher calling. And by higher calling, I mean the executive floor above ours. So he should, had to leave. Should we be worried he was just on our show taking notes and now he's going to the executive floor? We should always be worried, Kurt. <laughs> That's when true. It comes to this show. That's for sure. Never know walking a thin line over what's here, gonna happen. So, Nick, we actually had a, an idea that, that blossomed on this show a while ago that right. Eric was like, I like it. All right. He said, during the off season, we should have all three hosts of all the shows, an open lineup. We bring everybody in here and line them up, and we draft our show for the week. Okay. And he was like, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> so Bring back some days when I was getting picked last. I was going to say, I'll, <laughs> I'll just sit in the corner and, and wait for you guys to tell me where to go. Call us, 214-872-2102. Nick. What's up? What do you think about this game, man? What are your thoughts? I just sent a, our gut feeling over, and I, I feel my gut tells me that for any other reason, this is just not ready for this thing to be over. This this run the Cowboys are in this season, and I I think it's gonna I think they're gonna win this game, and I think they're gonna kind of win it similar to last week's game, like with the Giants, where it's gonna be close for a little while, and then I think over time the. They're just going to kind of pull away. I think Cowboys defense is playing well, and I, I have them winning like 27 to 10. Are you, are you surprised that uh, I was, most of the experts are picking Dallas to win? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. I was a little surprised with that, with being out there. Yeah. I mean, you know, they were – I guess Cowboys are like three-point favorites. Wow. You know, out there, but just remind me of some other things, Shannon. But, you know, I think that uh, – no, I, I I think they're gonna win. I mean, I, I do. I think they're gonna win, and I think they're the better team. And something about playing out there. I mean, that's the longest Douglas has ever let on play. <laughs> Feel it. What is going on? on I always let it play the whole time. Do you? I, I pot it down. No. I think it's louder in your ears than it is on the air. Oh, probably. Yeah, somebody. I might turn. Somebody mentioned that to me. Oh. Well. <laughs> so you think they? You think they win it? Huh? I do. I think that they're the better team. I think they win. They, they kind of find ways to win. You know, you find different ways. Some weeks it's Rod Smith. Some weeks, you know, was it Ter- uh, Kansas City game? Terrence Williams had a huge day. Dez has come on. I just, you know, this might be Dak running a little bit more. With with the way those pass rushers get up the field, I could see them. I could see Dak kind of stepping up in the pocket and taking off. Broda I mean, said he hates this game. He's afraid that they're going to figure out Oakland's going to figure out that they should just run the ball against Dallas, which no one else has really done. Yeah. I mean, I think he said that last year, too, like all year long. Just like just run the ball. <laughs> on and for Lynch, some reason, they just couldn't. Is Lynch the same guy? He used to, I, don't, I don't pay attention to Oakland's 
attack. Is he the same guy he used to be? I I don't I don't he can't be. He can't be the same yeah. guy that that he was. I mean, you know, he's had one 100-yard game. I mean, this year he's not playing that great. I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of beast mode talk out of out of you know him. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I I don't think he's the same guy. But but I I think he can be effective and I think he's the best guy that Oakland has right now, especially if Amari Cooper's out. That's for sure. He does have a store in Oakland, a beast mode store. What's he sell? I don't know. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, there you go. Did you know that, Kurt? (laughs) I did not. Jay from – Jay, call – somebody call us. 214-872-2102. I guess the only reason why they call our show is to talk to Nate. Yeah, of course. They don't like us. I kind of feel like if they can win this game, they'll win out. If they lose this game – He's been saying that I kind of feel it's all or nothing. This is the game. This is the game. I mean – why not? Why why not? I mean, the way that that, that this thing is, is set up, you know, the NFC is so is so scary because I think I don't have the standings in front of me, but I I believe the two teams that are in as the wild cards are right now are Seattle and Carolina. Is that right? I think it's actually Atlanta and Carolina. Let me yeah. look real quick. Uh, Seattle's yeah. not in it. Yeah, right now Seattle is the. Uh, the the next team out, seventh team. They're out. Okay. I, think, I think if New Orleans, Carolina, or Atlanta, any of those three lose two games, they're out. And if you went out, you're in. When you think about that, though, that means those three teams that are that are out right now, you know, Green Bay, Seattle, Dallas, Detroit, that's, that's four teams, they all have MVP-type caliber players. I mean, Russell Wilson might be the favorite to win it this year. Aaron Rodgers has won it before and won it last year. Zeke is showing that he is an MVP-type player just from how the Cowboys dropped. And then Matthew Stafford is really the only thing Detroit has. These are the four teams that are on the outside. If they sneak in, you know, when everyone says, what scary team do you not want to face? I mean, all of Any those. Any of them, <laughs> yeah. Because Green Bay would be better than their record because Aaron Rodgers. The Cowboys would be better than their record. You know, I sure. I, I just think that's setting up for really interesting playoffs, regardless, because you got these teams that are so good with dynamic players. Yeah, let's go to the phones real quick. Angel in Abilene, what's up? Well, hello, this uh, is Angel. Uh, I was wondering who y'all think is going to win. That's a great question, Kurt. Who's winning? Cowboys. I agree with Nick. I think Cowboys can can hang on. And you got that right. Yeah. Who, all my family here. Who do you think is going to win? Cowboys fan. Who do you think is going to win? Dallas Cowboys. What's the score? Don't know yet. Well, you got to guess. Come on, we none of us know yet because the game's not over. Give us, a, give us a guess. She'll tell us fourth quarter. Uh, probably about thirty to forty. Thirty to forty, Cowboys shootout. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. You heard it here. Thank you for the call, Angel. Angels thirty to forty, Cowboys. Hmm. Could you see the Cowboys scoring forty points ever again? <laughs> sure. You think they could score forty without Zeke? Yeah, I mean, you're going to take – just like the game they did score 40 against, uh, I guess it was San Francisco. I mean, you need turnovers and you need big plays. I mean, that's how that happens. And so, in a game like that where it would be, be like a shootout back and forth, yeah, I, I could see that happening. But, uh, yeah, it's not ideal the way that they like to grind it out, you know, the first downs and they don't have a lot of big plays on offense – and you know this hasn't been a defense that just makes a ton of you know interceptions for you know touchdowns. It's not likely, but 
Yeah, it'd 38, to, two it, games ago. They can do it. Yeah. That's true. And of course, they had a punt return. Punt return, and they had some, some short fields with some turnovers. Yeah. And so that, that, special teams, that's yeah. how it happens. you got to have short fields. you got to score quickly. Yeah. Bobby in California. What's up, Bobby? Hello. Bobby. Robert. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Booby. Hey, yeah, this is Bobby from California. Thank you for getting me on uh, Hanging with the Boys. You bet, man. And, uh, yeah, my question's for all of you, but maybe – uh, Nick Eatman, uh, particularly, uh, there was some talk yesterday on one of the other shows about Anthony Hitchens because of, you know, the cap and everything like that. He, he might be a, you know, a, a cap hit where he goes to somewhere else. And then they were discussing, well, who would you rather have if he, anyway, my thought was it, would we rather have Hitchens? Or Crawford from the D line. Crawford makes nine million. I mean, he's been doing good and stuff. He's he's hurt now and then, and but I mean, just knowing that we could shore up our our linebackers, even if we draft one or not, because we know when the, we don't have good linebacking, what we get crushed. So uh, my thought is is on that, or or maybe someone else that if we could. You give up the key pitchings, and I'll hang up and listen to your your answer. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Bye-bye. Bobby. Well, um, you know, I, I think that it, Anthony Hitchens is a guy that you know he he's very underrated. I think for this team, and when you look at you know without Zeke, without Tyron, without Sean Lee, you know they they don't win when they don't have Hitchens and Lee. That's the one thing I think they're four and zero this year. Uh, maybe even five and zero when when both of those two guys are in the lineup. So that that's obviously big. Um, it's going to come down to to money because obviously you know the there's going to be teams that have a lot a lot of cap hit and you know he's a, he's a young relatively young guy. He's very productive. He hasn't been hurt too much this year. Plays through a lot of pain. Uh, you know he's going to warrant some pretty good money. And it scares me to lose him. Yeah, with with uh, Lee's injury history, with Jalen Smith, you still don't know quite for sure which how good he's going to be. To lose a guy that like Hitchens, that you know now, what he is, he's solid. Yeah, he may not be the the game changer that Lee is, but I mean he can put up fifteen tackles on you the other night. Yeah, so I, I, it worries me losing him. I I think you know, and and Shannon, you might know some of this too. Um, I, I don't think that they're. I, that they're just going to let him let him go easily. I think that they're going to try to keep him. Yeah, and I think you need him because you really don't know what you have with with Jalen completely yet. You know, you like to think he keeps developing and his injury gets better and he fights through it. You never know what's going to happen with Sean Lee. Yeah. You know, so if you lose Hitchens, think if you lose Hitchens and Jalen doesn't progress and then Sean's hurt, what do you have then? <laughs> Justin Durant. <laughs> no, not, no. not around. No. Damian Wilson. That's the thing. I think he was supposed to develop a little bit more than he has. In, you know, this is third year now, and he hasn't really, you know, come along like like they like they wanted to. I mean, he's playing okay, but it's just that you know by this time, you know, Hitchens was a mid round pick from the Big Ten school, and they thought now nah, he was going to be good in his rookie year. He was really good, and Damian Wilson just hasn't had that same. Uh, burst, yeah. yeah. But he's a good depth guy. Y'all talked to Stephen Jones. Yeah, we had a that. Twitter Q and A earlier today that we did with Stephen, and and one of the questions that one great question that a fan tweeted in was, you know, is Hitchens going to be a priority in the off season to try to resign him? And um, and he was like, yeah, definitely. He's like, he he will be one of our top priorities right there with Demarcus Lawrence as soon as the season's over to get 
to, to, to get him re-signed. So it sounds like definitely the team's interested in keeping him. It's just yeah. how much money is he going to garner on the on the free agent market? And is he a guy that, you know, there's a lot of guys on this team, I think, that they've come up with this organization and they're, you know, the relationships on this team would help keep them here. But then there's some guys that I feel like whoever pays them the most money, they're they're gone, kind of like a Barry Church deal where – well, you don't. You can't fault guys like that. No, absolutely for their, not. You know, this is the contract they all look at—the second right. contract—and this is this is when they're going to make the most money in their right. entire life. Um, so you, you don't fault them for that. But but you know, the Cowboys see that they 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 will they will definitely you know make sure that that you know that they make a run at it. Mm-hmm. The thing that I think is interesting with Hitchens though is that you know he has been banged up a lot, very physical position, mm-hmm. um, but he doesn't. Miss a lot of games. He's missed some this year, but he had like a, a sprained MCL or yeah, and he came back. He in, came back in like six, yeah. six games. I mean, could that, have been an eight to ten week right, injury, right? And he he a lot of times he's played through things and played well through a lot of injuries. So you know, they always talk about you know. I know Jason always talks about the right type of guy. I mean, and Anthony Hitchens has been that right type of guy, productive, good leader, all that stuff. Smart guy seems to be like a really good team guy, team first type of guy. He's not selfish. Doesn't doesn't seem like on or off the field. So, what do you think, Kurt? Should he be a priority, and would you be willing to let another guy go to keep him? I well, it depends on who that other guy is, but yeah, I I think he needs to be a priority, but like. Nick was saying, I mean, he's he went, he's making his money now. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just a matter of can the Cowboys match it. You know, you know, his contract, I uh, think, tripled this year. You know, they they have that like incentive pay uh, structure, like in the NFL does, where if you you earn so much money and you produce so much over that, there, there's some kind of formula where they they give you just a, a bump in salary in it. So I think he was going to make. Six hundred and seven hundred thousand, whatever, and they they bumped it up to like one point eight really? this wow. year, just because of how much he plays and how much he was getting paid. I think Dak also jumped into that too. You know, when you're the starting quarterback and you're a fourth round pick as a rookie, right? That, that happens <laughs> too. So good for him. Do you know Jalen is leading the team in tackles? Is he? Yeah, I think so. Look it up. Uh, yeah, is- pretty sure. Yeah, you're the stats guy. You should know that off the top of your head. Well, yeah, look it up in there, not NFL.com. Yeah, probably it, got like 50 tackles. Isn't that weird how they do that? Why do they do that? Do because the the coaches film it and they they look yes, at it later right. and they what does he got? 92, 94. Oh, who's second? Sean. Sean Lee with 82. And Hitchens with 79. That just tells you right there. I mean, Jalen Smith's got 94 tackles. Sean Lee's got 82. <laughs> They're gonna keep playing. Sean will pass them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Sean's missed how many games? Four. Four. <laughs> it's kind of like Zeke's missed five games and he's still tied for fourth in rushing touchdowns. And yeah, I think it's third. Like, it's like sixth in the league in rushing. Right. <laughs> Unreal. Well, Douglas had to go uh, get some sound bites from Garrett. So since we have you, Nick, we're going to Oakland tomorrow. Okay. Plane leaves around what, one, one ish, mm, I think. Be fun. Yeah. Have you, have you stayed in Oakland proper ever? How many times have you been to Oakland Stadium? I, their stadium, probably like. What is it? O.com Coliseum oh, it's or been something? Everything. No, that's sponsorship's done. It's just Oakland Alameda. Yeah. Okay. Looking for sponsors. But it's probably. the same <laughs> same stadium, right? Oh right. yeah. Baseball field. Yeah. Baseball field. Well, I think at this time of year they they get the baseball field out of there. Okay. You know, once once baseball season's over, I mean, I think it's just all grass. I can't remember being being at a game 
there when it wasn't a baseball field because we we've even we've always played in preseason i mean we've probably been there seven or eight times just because of the preseason but only once um uh, only one time have we played there regular um, season regular season it was 2005 and they lost you need to if we have time you need to tell the LP story. LP story is amazing. We have yeah. time. <laughs> have time? Yeah. Well, that year, that 2005, that was his first game, actually, against the Raiders. And it is an amazing story because it's just, you know, I, I think I'm living proof of right right place, right time. I think a lot of people could say the same. And LP, LP wasn't really in the – he was just in the right place at the right time. LP, and, by the way, for people that don't know, that is our long snapper. Because LP Latticer? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So – in, in 2005, they played the 49ers and the Raiders in back-to-back weeks, um, and they decided to stay out there. The team decided to, to stay there. So the first game was against the 49ers out there. Week three, I believe, of the season, three or four. Had some struggles with the snapper, John Kondo, who was a rookie. Parcells was a little iffy on him. He had two bad snaps in the game. One of them, you'll probably remember, was Larry Allen grabbing the kicker's face mask and, and uh, yeah, Cortez. That's because of his bad snap, missed extra point. Cortez was complaining. Larry Allen just grabbed him and yanked him. And But it, <laughs> Kondo was, was, was having a hard time with the snap, and the Cowboys said, we, we got to let this guy go, and he's, it's not working out. He's Oakland's it, guy now. Yeah, and, oh, he's, he's <laughs> been there forever. He's been in the Pro Bowl a couple yeah. times. So he – it worked out well for him. Yeah, uh, he probably never even left; he just stayed right there. <laughs> but because LP, he was a rookie uh, free agent. He he had he had been with the Saints in preseason. They was cut. He actually made a sack and forced fumble and really? playing defense wow. in a preseason game. Yeah, <laughs> but he was a snapper. They they let him go. He he went to Cal Berkeley, so he's right there in the area, and they need somebody. And they're out there. We're, we're practicing at San Jose State, and and so they get a hold of this guy. Because he's like, anybody close that can just drive over here? And they, they go and they pick him up and he, he, he comes over and he, they basically tell him, just have a couple of good snaps and, and you're going to be signed. And he had good snaps, he was signed, and he hasn't had a bad snap in the last 12 years. <laughs> Some, I mean, And he's been, he's been, besides Witten, he has the most games played as a yeah. Cowboy. Is that right, the yeah, most starts? Over, over 200, yeah. Well, he doesn't, I don't think he's ever started a game. Well, but yeah, you don't ever announce special teams coming out, right? <laughs> right. I mean, he's never been on the field to start a game. <laughs> It'd be real bad if you just start out and punt. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome though. So just right place at the right time. Right place, right time, and you know, fortunately, the Cowboys just were there and they needed. I mean, if if they were back, if they would have gone back to you know, you know, sometimes some teams just go back to Dallas. If they would have gone back yeah, to it's Dallas, rare that they were out yeah, there for the whole week. And just say, all right, let's just get a guy. We'll figure out some guys and, and fly them in. But since they couldn't really fly people into San Jose, they just somebody drive over here. And it was LP. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And they went and played that game against the Raiders and they lost. But for yeah. all of you that want your children to play football, <laughs> teach them how to long snap. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they have any size to them at all. Teach them how to long snap. That's the longest career and the easiest yep. thing. What do you What do you get? Probably eight, ten plays a game, maybe. Yeah. The most or kick. If you can kick, that's that's a, not a bad gig either. So. <laughs> Nick, which way? Your son gonna be a kicker or a, or a long snapper? Oh no, man! At, at this rate, at this rate, <laughs> offensive lineman. <laughs> he's yeah. He's he's a left guard. <laughs> he runs around with the ball, but I tell him, I'm like, boy, you need to snap. He needs to start snapping. We actually have worked on it a little bit. All right. By the way, he's two and a half. <laughs> yeah. What's he's, his nickname? Bob. Why do you call him Bob? Because he's a big old baby. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a big old boy. He's you know, but his name is Jacob. 
But he, you know, he's kind of slimming down a little bit. Is he? He might, you Going know. Going out of that baby fat? He might be that Mike Allstott, like, runner, you know. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's bruising, running through there. I yeah. bet he leans out, you know. But He'll be. Were you a fat kid, Kurt? Okay, I was I had I was a little pudgy at times. <laughs> at times, depending on what season it was. What, like know? when you were a kid, your weight fluctuated. Well, you know, it depend again, depend on the season and if I was. What do you mean, like eating season? Or Holiday like, season. If it was baseball season, or you know, I didn't play football, so you know, maybe a little chubbier in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> so not much has changed. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever you said, you were a fat baby. I was huge when I was born. Like uh, I think when I was six months old. They took a picture of me, and you know how they have the babies in the old school. You just they put you in a blanket. They didn't all dress you up. And I'm laying down on my stomach, and my head was so fat that I couldn't pick my head up. <laughs> so they put this red ball under my chin. So one of my kid portraits, I'm sitting there with a red ball <laughs> under my chin, all this fat around me. You have the beard? No, yeah, not back then. No, I was actually white headed when I was a kid. I was a I was a blonde headed baby. So I didn't. My hair didn't turn dark till I was probably. Five or six. Yeah. Everybody thought I was a little girl too because I had really long eyelashes. So when I was like three years old, they'd be like, "Oh, what's her name?" <laughs> I used to get so pissed, and my name's Shannon anyway. So uh, I'd be like, "Shannon," be like, "Oh, she's so cute." And I'd just be like, "Ah," <laughs> be like, "Ah." <laughs> so Tom, we know you're on the phone. Douglas is in the other room. He'll Douglas be back in left a us. He did leave us. What's your favorite? What's your favorite place to go on the road? I mean, you've been to every stadium, right? Uh, yeah. It's- Unless there's a new one that we haven't. Atlanta, I think, to. was. We Atlanta and that. Minnesota were yeah. the two newest ones. So Yeah, I guess I've been to all of them. What's your favorite? Man. Um, as far as atmosphere. Yeah. Atmosphere. I mean, I, I like the ones where you can, you know, you, you're, you're out there in it, you know. I mean, I, I like I like Minnesota. I, I mean, I like the ones where it's not like last week in New York where it's just closed off and you don't even think you're at a football game, you mm-hmm. know. You're just, you're you're, you're at church, really, it's so quiet, and then yeah, because you're up in the press you're up in the box. press box, it's just so you know, just closed off. But you know, I like the ones where the, it's just out there, and you can kind of you know feel. Oh, there's no windows or anything. You're for Oakland. You're actually in the. You mean at, o- at Oakland? I don't remember how it is, Oakland. It, no, but uh, I mean, I've, I flaked. I'm sorry. I, I mean, uh, no, no. Last week in New York oh, was New York. that way. It was God. just closed off. <laughs> but but the places like men, you know, the the dome places that are, I, I like those. And, Except and, New Orleans because it's straight up well, and it's freezing. Yeah, it's, it's freezing. Oh my god! They got, they got air just blowing on you uh, because because you're right there by the air conditioner. Oh, they're I trying. Mean, to, you're so high. Up you're there. like way at the they're top. They're trying to cool the guy in the third row, and they're trying to cool yeah. the stadium, and and the vents blow directly into the press box, and it's and like, the steel. Oh Brian brought us his famous line: "Is that when you're up there, it's like the Morton Anderson banner of his retired number is just like hitting you like right there. It's the just, face. That's how high it seems <laughs> like you are." Yeah. What, what about outdoor stadiums? What's your favorite? Oh man. Um, well, see, you know, when when you work in like we do, and try to get up and down from the press box. I mean, the stuff that matters to you is like press box, the food, the food. <laughs> you know, the view. Seattle's one of the best. Yeah. If Seattle didn't have a four-hour road trip attached to it, I mean, f- flight, it would be the, the best trip. Yeah. All all things considered, the weather is usually pretty good, even though it's supposed to rain sometimes. Not that bad. It's good. It's a great environment, stadium-wise. Really loud. You know, they got one elevator. It's just a press box elevator. It's just up, down, up, down. Nobody else. Just medium. That's always nice and good. Good, good food. Good view. 
I love that one. This one's the worst. If we're gonna just throw it, yeah. In. This in San Diego were probably the two worst stadiums yep. in the league, right? Oh, well, I guess I guess that stadium. I haven't been to that one. That wherever the Chargers are playing, the new one. I don't the, the temporary home. <laughs> I mean, wherever the soccer is. field or whatever. I haven't I haven't been there. So. <laughs> I, I think Seattle. What was that? Three years ago when they Cowboys won. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's probably my favorite game of all time that I've been to because nobody thought they were gonna win. We didn't even really think they were going to win. It was kind of like, oh, we're just going up here to get our butts kicked. Was it you that in that game, it was like third and 16, and we had just gotten down to the field, and I have my backpack, and I like to get get rid of it and put it somewhere. It's third and 16. It's a big play, and I like take off. And I don't remember if it was you. Probably not. But somebody next to me was like, where are you going? I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and get, get put my bag somewhere because if I sit here and watch this, it won't be a good play, but if I go and walk off, it'll probably be like the game-changing play, and then I'd rather I'd rather that happen. So I did. I just walked off. Terrence Williams play. Terrence Williams toe drag. And you, can, <laughs> you get to the point where you get underneath and you can hear the crowd. It's third down, and you hear just a little bit of crowd, like a little bit of fans. Like you know that's a good play. And I came back and it was like, did you see that catch? I was like, I didn't, but I'll see it later. Let's go. And then I drove down and won the game with a touchdown. Such a great game. And I'm here over here writing about this play that I really haven't seen. <laughs> I heard it was great. Yeah. Hey, he got stadium. his feet in. That's what's weird, too, these days. You're writing articles to people about games, and they've seen the game more than you have. Yeah. Because they, they re- rewind it back. and. Yeah. They, you know, they they got the replay and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The only thing you've got that they don't really is just the the access to talk to the players afterwards. Mm-hmm. And we come in here on on Mondays, and I'm like, well, I didn't get to see a lot of the game. <laughs> like, what happened? What did you guys think? Because even being there, being on the field, is a totally different vantage point. You don't see it like you do if you're up high or or on TV, because you know it's a totally different aspect and totally different look than than what you guys are seeing. So, have you ever been to a road game, Kirk? No, I'm not. What? We always had the magazine deadline, and now we have uh, internet deadlines. Always so. an excuse with you, isn't it? <laughs> I got work to do, fool. What are you doing? <laughs> well, you ain't working on this show. <laughs> oh, because because the one thing we asked you to do, and you, you couldn't even do it, and you're like, so what do you think about Oakland? When we were talking about Minnesota. He's getting emails yeah, ready. I was, I was. Is he not getting emails or doing? No, he's it? looking at. I was Lonzo Ball. Well, and that's Tyree where, Irving that's over where there. Where it landed, I was looking. Twitter and other things. Better than looking at that hot girl that you were creeping on the other day on Twitter. That was Brian Brazos' fan. (laughs) (laughs) His fan, his one fan? One of his many fans, and he posted that. I didn't have anything to do with it. What did y'all talk about on your show today? (laughs) Um, You know what? I told another story about Romo. The best story ever for me is Romo in Oakland. I mean, this this is Romo doesn't happen without this story. And so, and people, it was the preseason game. It, it was it was when he became something, and he had been they they cut Quincy Carter. And I apologize to people that listened to both shows because I told this earlier. But it's like two thousand four, two thousand four. Okay. They'd cut Quincy Carter. Vinny Testaverde was the quarterback. The backups were Henson. And and Romo, and Henson was the guy that they had signed, so that you know, given all the money to Romo was horrible. I mean, he he was not good in the preseason games at all. He wasn't. He was missing. I mean, it, not. I mean, in practices, he was missing passes here and there, and it was just like they got to do something. They got to bring somebody else in here because this is not going to work. 
Romo gets in the game and they're down and he he had a couple of bad series. He might have fumbled once, threw a pick. Then it's at the end of the game. And it's fourth down. It's like Here, here's your shot, you know, fourth and six, and he throws an interception, and you know the guy runs it around and and I'm thinking I'm on the sidelines. I'm like, well, he's cut. I mean, he's going to be cut <laughs> tomorrow. It's too bad. And uh, but there was a penalty. It was offsides on the Raiders. So they got to keep the drive going. And from there, Romo just went 12 yards here and 14 here and dumped it off here and was about to get sacked and spun around and did a shovel pass over here and then was driving down and threw, throws a pass to tight end Sean Ryan down to the one-yard line. The clock's 10, 9, 8, like hurries, hurries, and down there should spike it, should, should probably, you know, just takes the ball and, and runs it in. No timeouts. If he gets stopped, the game's over and they lose. And he says, if, if I get stopped, I'm on a bus back to Burlington, Wisconsin, and who, I'm probably a golf <laughs> pro there. But instead, he finds the, the in between the garden center and sneaks it in. And then Bill Parcells says, well, he's got a lot of moxie to him and loved his poise. And that's just that's just what he, he grew up watching guys like Brett Favre. And that's just what they did. And the next year, he just, you know, maybe he'll be a starter and then he became Romo. But it it all happened right then in Oakland in that preseason game. Wow. Yeah. One play. Could One play. Been. I mean, I guarantee you he, he is cut if that doesn't happen, you know. Because that's a play he probably changed the play and was like, oh, I'm just running this in. Yeah, he was just like, I'm just going to sneak it in. Yeah. I can get in. Nothing to lose, might as well, huh? Well, he had a whole career to lose <laughs> well, if, he, if he didn't get in. Well, but, he but, but the already. great ones don't think like that. Yeah. They don't think like that. And he, we didn't know he was great at the time, but he, he was. There's a great documentary about that. Is there? Yeah. There is. Who did that? Our friend Nick Hidmill. Oh, I was part of it. Yeah, yeah, I was part of it. Steve Sullivan's called Star Crossed. Story between a story of Quincy Carter and Tony Romo. Has that come out yet? Yes, yes. DallasCowboys.com. Uh, on your Cowboys app. Not two I, years ago. I know that, but uh, okay. for the fans. You're playing radio? Yeah, I was trying, but you uh, guys weren't <laughs> playing along. Oh, so. I'm just making sure you're like, is this, did this come out? Yeah. Douglas, are you in there? No, he hadn't walked by yet. I don't know what he's doing. Does he have any idea that we have a, like, his job seen, this hour? I've seen the is two like, people he was meeting with have now left. Why is he having meetings during our show? I don't know. Like, we can't go to break. There he is. He's running. We can't go to break. Douglas, like, he's what's going on, He's coming in here man? to bite you is what he's <laughs> Well, bring it. I will whip his ass right now <laughs> on the air. You can do the commentary. That would be pretty good. Here we go. <laughs> Douglas just opened the door, and then he thought twice about it. Okay. He uh, saw me standing there. All right. Eventually, we're going to go to break, and we're going to talk to Tom in New Jersey. But I, <laughs> poor Tom. I, I very seriously doubt that Tom. Hey, Tom, are you phone. still there? Yes, I am. Oh my oh, God, Tom! Tom. Man, this hey, is all. Going, hey, this is all Douglas's fault. He's Loyalty. Playing whatever with Coach Garrett and, and Mickey. So, what's your, what's your? Thanks for hanging in there, man. What's your question? Hey, nothing. Actually, I don't have a question, guys. I just want to make a statement. Uh, actually, a game prediction. Uh, I believe Des might go for uh, two touchdowns over 100 yards, and Dak gets another rushing touchdown. And final score, I believe it's going to be 28-17 Cowboys. Awesome, man. Nice. Thank you for the call. Sure. Hey, wait, right, thanks, he, guys. Appreciate it. Have that's a it. Sure Give him a little bonus time for waiting. Does he have anything yeah, else? What you else think you Des got? still got that in him, Tom? Yeah, I, honestly, I do. Yeah, it's been a rough couple of years the last season. I think ever since – he got hurt. His game might be off, but I see him having a breakout game this, this game. I really, really, I really do. I hope so. So we'll see what happens. If they can win out, they get Zeke back. They go on the roll. Go on a roll. Hopefully, come into Philadelphia, smash them up. Even though it's going to mean nothing, possibly get some help and sneak it to the playoffs. We'll see what happens. 
Man, there man. You great go. call. Appreciate it, Tom. All right. What else, Douglas? This is your show now, apparently. Go ahead. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> no, I just wanted to bring some justice to you being that a, lengthy wait you, on you, the phone. You being a slap and hanging out next door too uh, long? So I, I t- Coach Bear I invite you. Yeah, long time ago. Well, I had. What to, were you and Mickey in there doing? I had to save the file, send it where it needs to go, and various things. All right. Well, do us a favor. Take us to a break, Douglas. When we come back, we'll end the show. On oh, we got to read about. You got to talk end about the balls show with underwear, huh? Yeah. All right. I'm hanging with the boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it. And your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to hanging with the boys. Back. Kurt, balls, go. Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet. But seriously, don't adjust your underwear because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John has contour pouch that nestles the boys in moisture-wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20% off your first order. tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. Even it counts. That's right, laddie. Real Anthony of <laughs> Florida. What's up, brother? What's going on, guys? What's right. going on? Oh, just enjoying Friday, man. What's going on? I know. Hey, what's up, Nick? What's Always up, man? Good to see you in there, brother. Thank you. Hey, um, it. it's birthday weekend, man. So you know, I'm gonna make it quick. Uh, my birthday Sunday, which is again the 17th. My mom's birthday is the 18th. Happy birthday! Like right. a Having a big yeah, party. She's like a stealer cowboy, you know. So. We're going to, uh, you know, she's a stallback Bradshaw type throwback. <laughs> so nice. Like both of them. So we just hoping for a Raiders win, man, basically. A what? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's whoa, the wrong. Whoa, You're on the whoa. wrong show. <laughs> you just said a Raiders win. I know I did. I'm just messing with y'all. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Seeing if he's paying attention. All right. Come on, man. No, I, I did have one question. You know, come on. I always tell y'all, I'm Cowboys for life. Come on. We don't have to question that. Good or bad, no matter what. No matter how many points we're down. But can I get a football question in real quick? Absolutely. 
All right. Since Nick's in there, and it was, you know, it was originally for Nate, too, because he's a guard. Nick, the tackles, how important is a, a certain style of defensive tackle? Let's say going back to the Zach Thomas, you know, when he had Gardner and Bowens and all those big guys to protect that middle linebacker. Because we always say, you know, with Sean in there, you know, whoever's the middle and Sean playing the weak or whoever's playing the strong, when your linebacker core has those those big plugging, run-stopping guys, how important is that? And should we chase that now? Should we just get that old Snacks Harrison type dude in there, man, to help out? So I listen to what y'all got to say. Thanks for the call, well, Anthony. I'm not sure what Nate would would answer to this, but I, I've been asking for this guy for a long, long time now. If you if you know, I, I'm always saying we need a speed receiver in, on this team. But the second guy would be a big, sloppy defensive tackle, shirt hanging out. You need a five X, bigger helmet, that type of guy, like a Vince Wilfork type. Exactly. Thing. Give me that guy. Eat and up space. That's that's what I think this team needs, big time. And uh, I know that it doesn't necessarily fit Marinelli's scheme. It's what he likes. He likes guys to get up the field and rush. But but those guys are a difference maker. And and if if they can play, you know, it's one thing. There's a lot of big sloppy guys in the world, but not all not all of them can play football. More that's than, what she said. More than ten or fifteen snaps. And you know, I, I just think that that's that's what that's what they need. They need to find a guy like that that can really that can really you know eat up some space. So I, I think that's that's exactly right from the caller standpoint. It also would help protect you know uh, guys like um, Sean Lee and Anthony Hitchens. You look back to the best line, best teams, best defenses. You know those '85 Bears or the 2000 Ravens, and, and they had Mike Singletary, they had Ray Lewis. But they also had guys up the middle, like the the you know the the Dan Hamptons and McMichaels and uh, and uh, you know Refrigerator Perrys or what or Saragusa or whatever. You got those big guys that could protect those linebackers too. See, Nate surprised me when he, we talked about this once, and he said that for him. Now he's he's a big, fat, strong yeah. guy too. Whoa, I'm, whoa, I'm not whoa! A big, He'll be bulky, glad strong guy. That. No. Nate hit four hundred pounds one year. I yeah. mean, like he he was a big guy. Yeah, but he didn't but say he, Nate was. He said Nate is a big, fat, strong. No, guy. I said no. was. No, I said you, was. I'm gonna go pull that. Yeah, you better pull that, Douglas. But anyway, he said that he would rather face the big, slow guy. Big. You can yeah. say fat when you talk about the big, other guy. fat guys too, because he had trouble with the quicker, yeah. quicker guys. That surprised me. Well. But then, then he's well, like you he's said, big and strong, he was big and strong yeah. too. I mean, uh, it, it's all about technique. I mean, I'm, but but I know this: Travis Frederick handles just about everybody. Yeah. But when he goes up against the the Harrisons and the and the Don Terry Poes and all that, like it, it, it's a long day for him. And so I, I think I think that those guys have some some uh, some use to them if they if they can we can get them in here. Since Nate's not here, I'm a, I'm going to respond for Nate. Wow. <laughs> wow. I apologize if I offended anybody. No, I was talking about just Nate in general. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, one more call. Gordon in Rhode Island. What's up, Gordon? What's going on, guys? What's going on? Oh, uh, What's going uh, on with you? Loving life right now. I'm praying for this win. Uh, we need it, and we got to do some good coaching. We got to do some trick plays. We got to pull all the tricks out of the bag. But I got one question. If we lose this game, is there any reason to play Zeke after that? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is. Zeke has lost a lot of money. Um, this is mm. and and he has some a chance to get some incentives, a thousand yards, different uh, touchdown plateaus, and things like that. He needs to hit everything he can get. Um, he he needs he needs to play. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I think so. And, and, and don't forget this part, too. You know, somebody's waking up, Chris, you know, on the 23rd, and they're going to have some Christmas present under their tree, you know, of, of, of tickets to this game. And, you know, Zeke's coming back. I mean, the, the, I think the Cowboys owe it, the NFL owes it to play the, their players. Yep. You know, I mean, this is somebody's this is somebody's Christmas to go watch Russell Wilson and Ezekiel Elliott play, and I, I think I think that they they owe it to it. You know, the Cowboys owe it to play everybody if they can. And if there's an injury, that's one thing. But if the guy isn't hurt, play him. Yeah, got nine weeks to come back or nine months to come back after yeah. this. And, and also, I don't think you ever want to give the impression that even if you're out of it, that you've given up. And I think that sends mm. the wrong message. And, and even if you lose this game, especially, I don't with, think they're mathematically out of it, are they? Well. I don't think I don't, so. Not mathematically, probably not. Even if they not. lose? Yeah. Are they? Well, they, they could be They could be if other things happen. Right. Everybody else wins. Things yeah. are happen. It's possible that they could be mathematically out of it, but I, I don't think probably. so. I, I think you play. I think you play I your think guys. You play, yeah. Realistically out of it. Yeah. And, well, and, they're probably realistically out of it right now. And you want to stack you, – you want to win no matter what. I mean, you, you these guys want to win even if they're out of it. They, you play to win the game. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for the call, Gordon. Appreciate it. I know Jason Garrett doesn't want to have a losing record. Right? You know, so, yeah, I think so. And you know what? You got a bunch of young guys on this team, especially on the defense. You want to end end the season winning. You don't want to end the season losing. You want that to carry over to the off-season conditioning program, you know, training camp. You don't want to say, hey, we went on a – Four game losing streak at the end of the year. Yeah. You, you want to win, yeah. and I'm I'm never I've never been one. Other people are different, but I've never been one that that likes the you know losing games for a better draft pick and uh, all that. I don't, that always bites you. Yeah, yes. and you try to talk to Nate about that. It's like, bro, like don't uh, you get the hand? Uh, uh, no, no. Well, Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank you, Have Nick. Thank you for spending an hour with us. We thank you, Nick. No, you didn't have to. Forty minutes. I went forty minutes. True, forty minutes. I'm glad you did because it'd have been a hell of a show with me and yeah, and Kurt. That's why times. I felt since Derek bailed. That's why I felt fine leaving for a while. Shut there up, was, Douglas. There was an adult in the you room. You were in there. <laughs> you were in there running around in your Tommy Johns with Mickey in the other room. Yep. They're telling doing what? You know, Garrett wasn't in there. So. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> kind of hanky panky. I'm not going in there. I, you fill in your own thought bubble, man. I already have. <laughs> Douglas, thanks for pushing the buttons. Kent, thanks for doing what you do. We will be back on Monday with a, after a Cowboys victory on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!